0: Building Faith Podcast by Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring you biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. For more tools, tips, and teachings, check out our community by going to ChrisReese.com. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E.com. Do you sense the call of God on your life, but you're having trouble staying the course? Well, hey, my friend, welcome back to another edition of the Building Faith Podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with you today. I'm your host, Chris Reese, and it is my mission, as always, to provide you with biblical solutions to life's tough challenges. Today, we are diving into how to remain faithful to your calling. The Apostle Paul summed up his ministry best in Acts chapter 20, verse 24, when he said, however I consider my life worth nothing to me, my only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of God's grace. Now, if there ever were a man faithful to his calling, it would be the Apostle Paul, who was pulled out of his old life of sin and destruction and set on a path to fulfill what I believe is an amazing legacy. And earlier in Acts chapter 9, we read the incredible story of Paul's blinding encounter with the Lord Jesus on the road to Damascus. And it was in that moment that Paul was transformed and then later commissioned into his calling. But no calling comes without cost, not even for the Apostle Paul. So jump with me back to Acts 20, starting at verse 22, where we find Paul in the midst of his ministry. Now here, he's saying goodbye to the Ephesian elders before he heads off to Jerusalem, a place they didn't want him to go. He is in essence going to tell them, this is what I'm willing to do to remain faithful to the call of God. If we go to Acts 20, verse 22, and now behold, I am going to Jerusalem constrained by the spirit not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. But I do not count my life of any value nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify of the gospel of the grace of God. And now behold, I know that none of you among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom will see my face again. Therefore, I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. We may not have a mighty mission like Paul, but God has placed a unique calling on every Christian's life. And we can follow Paul's example to remain faithful to our calling. And here are three ways to do just that. Number one, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Remember what Paul said in Acts twenty twenty two. and now compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. The Holy Spirit didn't force him, but he rather compelled him. And Paul responded to this prompting. To Paul, there was no other option. And many today would argue that if, you know, God wants me to do this or that, he's gonna have to clunk me over the head or yell through a megaphone. Look, the Holy Spirit's promptings are precise and clear, but he will not pressure you and he certainly isn't going to make you do something. It is your job to remain pliable to his promptings. Many years ago, I sensed the calling to leave my fitness business and venture into ministry. I was excited yet terrified. Fitness and business, they were my wheelhouse. But I knew the Lord's voice and I knew that I was at a pivotal point. I could respond to the prompting of the Holy Spirit and step out into the great unknown, or I could stay in my comfort zone and miss my calling. Number two, embrace sufferings. In Acts 20, Paul said goodbye to the believers in Ephesus, and he was bound by the Spirit to go to Jerusalem where afflictions awaited him. It was God's will for God for Paul to go to Jerusalem, to be arrested, imprisoned, and travel to Rome where he would bear witness before kings and rulers. In essence, it was God's will that Paul should suffer. Now, this goes against much of the Christian belief today that says that the the call of God on your life will be happy and smooth sailing and that God's going to give you all of your dreams and everything's going to come true. But this belief isn't biblical. And many today would have said to Paul, Paul, what are you doing? You've got a good thing going here in Ephesus. Look at the impact you're making. Surely this is from God. And perhaps my friend, you won't have to endure imprisonment and physical abuse, but you will for sure have to endure trials and testing. James 1, reminds us, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Yes, my friend, salvation is free, but the anointing, that's going to cost you. And number three, finish well. When I was younger, I I loved to run, and I ran races. And from the age of seven, I would dart around the track, dreaming of being in the Olympics. I loved the 55-meter and the 100-meter dashes. Look, they were short, and they were powerful. I loved giving it my all and then being finished. But as I got older, I went to school that had a... Eh, probably less than stellar track team. (laughs) And we were always short on runners. And my coach saw the potential in me and stuck me in whatever races he needed. And those happened to be the longer races. My friend, I hated them. I had to learn how to pace myself. I couldn't just employ my all out attitude. I needed to develop endurance. And the one thing that has helped me is the same thing that will help you to run your race in this life. And that is to focus on the prize. Paul says in verse 24, but I do not account my life as any value nor precious to myself. If only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Paul was a man determined to finish well. His motivation was made a abundantly clear in hebrews 12 verses 1 through 2 therefore since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses let us also lay aside every weight and sin which so clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking to jesus the founder and perfecter of our faith My friend, I pray that as you move forward in your calling, you will follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, no matter what other people tell you. I pray that you will embrace the sufferings and you will aim to finish well, just like Paul did. Because when you do, you too will be able to hear those wonderful words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Are you wondering what God wants you to do with your life? I want to invite you to grab a copy of our free Uncover Your God-Given Purpose Guide. I will go ahead and include it in the description section as well as on the website at chrisreese.com. That's Chris with a K, Reese with a C. My friend, if you have enjoyed our time together as much as I have, may I ask that you would consider subscribing and leaving a rating? I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, my friend, that's all the time that we have for today. Until next time, remember, all things are possible. With God. Thank you for listening to the Building Faith podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more resources mentioned in this podcast, go to chrisrees.com. While you're there, help us keep the Building Faith podcast on the air by becoming a monthly supporter or by making a one-time donation. Well, my friend, until next time, remember, all things are possible with God.